This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. How are you getting on? You well? You well? You well? You good? Great to see you. I love you. I love you. And welcome to Tony Cantwell's hit show podcast here. Live from the stunning Head Stuff Podcast studio here in McGinnis Place. Um, home also of the Young Hot Guys podcast, which you should check out. comes out every Thursday. Um, I mean, you're getting lots of me. Also, I want to tell you this. You, what you should do. If you're currently a Patreon subscriber, if you're a big, cuddly, androgynous, um, cuddly bear, um, which is what I call my Patreon subscribers, what you should do, right, is go over to headstuffpodcast.com, look up my podcast, because that's where all the bonus content's coming now. Bonus Cantwell shit show is over there. The Young Hot Guys bonus podcast is over there. And um, if you're currently a Patreon subscriber, just jump over there real quick, super quick. Right. Super simple, guys. Super simple. Go over there, put your current details in, right? Then you can cancel the Patreon and then you'll have it all in one hub. And what's great about that is, what's different about the Patreon is a lot of people were like, well, I'm listening to the Patreon, but I have to use like different apps or whatever. Um, with the bonus podcast, you can listen to it on your app of choice, your your Spotify, your uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever you use, if you use Google or something weird like that. Or I actually pay 30 quid a month for my podcasting app. Yeah, it's a, it's actually able to slow it down to like one third the speed. So I need to, because uh, like, I don't really pick up what people are saying. You know, people are like, I actually pay for, I pay 20 quid a fucking week for my text messaging app, but it's fucking amazing. You know those people? Um, anyway, I'm just saying that you can actually listen to my, it pops up on the same feed. So if you subscribe to my podcast, then it's just like getting the podcast on your Spotify on Tuesdays when this pod comes out and then on Fridays when the bonus comes out. So you're laughing, mate. Is you the joker? Because you're laughing. Yeah. So it's super simple. It's simple. It's easy. It's fast. It's elephant.co.uk. No, don't go to that website. That used to be an ad. But I remember laughing at it because I'm the joker. And I was like, why would you say it's, 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 it's simple, it's easy, it's fast. Simple and easy are kind of the same thing. They're not really. Anyway, look, it's super simple. I need to stop saying that. When I used to work in sales, I'd be like trying to get people's card details over the phone, um, which no one ever wants to do, you know? Even, even uh, as a matter of principle, I never give my card details over the phone. You know, and then you're as a salesperson, like, uh, okay, okay, Roderick. If this, if your child was da- dying, <laughs> and this was an ambulance, in, in 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 a situation like that, you might consider giving your car details over the phone. I'm just saying that this is something that can, can happen sometimes. You know, I've taken a lot of bad sales advice over the years. Like obviously, you, didn't, you never say that. Anyway, I remember saying over the phone, I was like, "Look, it's really simple, super simple, really easy. Just give your, you know." And my manager was like, "You're making it sound not simple. You're making it sound like it's not simple." You know. Anything, anything you say, like, like if you say something like, look, I don't mean to be a creep here, but then you're a creep, you know? Look, I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm annoyed. I've heard the word now, and now I'm annoyed. Look, I don't want to be blunt. Well, then, is you Emily, mate? Because you're being super blunt. Is you Kuzinski's bird? Because you're being super blunt right now. Because I heard that you said you don't want to be blunt. You should never tee up. Hey, I don't want to be an asshole here, but I'm about to be an asshole. So you should never do that. Never say something. Look, it's super simple, really, really easy. Then it's like you're over, you're over egging the cake. Yeah. Bit more flour, mate. Peace and love, mate. Flour power. You're over egging the cake. What am I talking about? I've been watching the traitors. The traitor. 
the traitor. I believe you, Rob, are a traitor. And I was saying to Terry, Traitors is the best show on TV, right? Best reality show. I don't really like watching the challenges. I want to skip ahead. But Terry likes watching all that shit. I would watch that on double speed. Because um, I heard someone, someone was saying it was on the Watch podcast. One of them was saying that they watch Love is Blind on like double speed. And then they might slow it down when for some of the more important moments. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. I should have done that for fucking Squid Game TV show, um, which I also really enjoyed. But again, it was like, I'm seeing a lot of these American guys being like, you know, I was born for this. I'm ready for this. I, I'm i a leader of men. Do you trust me? And all this shit. Like, it was just, it irks me. It irks me, people saying like, look, I'm a leader. Uh, I run a kid's basketball team. Do you trust me? Like, Shut up. Fucking do it. Like, it's so... You're so making this about you. But anyway, I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about the traitors. I watch mine with a VPN and BBC iPlayer. Um, and uh, and that works for me. I use CyberGhost, which is kind of a username I might meet. I might use if I was trying to cybersex you. Anyway, I'm moving on. Um, and I love the traitors. And what you, what you do, what happens is you got like sometimes three, sometimes four people who are traitors. And they're all living in this house. They're playing games to raise money, 120,000 pounds. That's pounds now. And most of the people are faithfuls. And every night they sit at a round table and they have to accuse people of being a traitor. The people who are, who every night after the round table kill someone. And if you accuse someone of being a traitor and if the group agree, then they are banished, even if they are faithful. So it could be like, Sharon, I believe you're a traitor. You were looking at me weird. Sharon, before this game even started, there's one, uh, there's Diane, right? Diane's amazing. Diane is um, Northern Irish. She's a teacher and she just stares. She just stares at people all the time. You know, she's got kind of a plume head. Her and her son kind of have a plume head, you know, <laughs> kind of a Piers Morgan. Remember I told you one time I was, I'd done like a, a waterfall of weed. That's when you kind of like, the ingenuity of this, it's when you take like a plastic bottle, you, you put a hole in the side, right? You put your thumb on the hole, you fill it up full of water, right? Then you put tinfoil on the top, poke some holes in it, put some weed on that. You light that, you let go of that. The suction pulls all of the thing, all the smoke into the bottle, cools it down as well, right? Kind of like what a bong does. And then you hit it. And then you kind of feel like, this is a bad idea. I'm kind of freaking out right now. I might be okay in two hours. I think I'm actually going to be quite good in two hours. But right now, I'm not having a good time. And people are talking to me like I'm not in space. And I don't like that. I wish you could uh, be more accommodating. I wish you could be like George Clooney to Sandra Bullock. I know you're in space. I know you're freaking out right now. I'm talking about the movie Gravity here for a second, right? I know you're freaking out right now, man. Hold on to this, you know, um, inanimate carbon rod here, okay, and I'll get you home, you know? But instead, they're like, here, man, like, um, you know, how are the kids? And you're like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? Shut up. Uh, they're great, like, but like, what, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want my, my despicable waterfall hitting self mingling with the clean-cut father image that I have for myself. What am I talking about? I haven't done a waterfall in years. 
Anyway, did a waterfall one time, but 10 years ago and was watching whatever show that Piers Morgan might've been a judge on. Was he a judge on Got Talent? Whatever he was a judge on. And I was like, what's up with his eye? What's up with his eyes, man? And they're like, what are you talking about? Are his eyes like leaking down the sides of his cheek? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, is he crying? Like, no, are his eyes like, are his eyes like rolling down? And I was like, he's got, he's got an interesting dis- pupil- pupillary distance. Quite a broad one, I'd say. Like, I'd say he wouldn't wear glasses because it would be mostly like nose. Do you know what I mean? Most of the plastic would be used to accommodate the distance between his eyes on his nose. Now, Diana's not that bad, but she's... I'm a public comedian, and this is still a person on a game show, all right? So I don't mean to be bad, all right? Um, she's quite striking, her and her son. They're good-looking people, right? Um, but they're very striking-looking. Anyway, so when she looks with her eyes, you know, you know she's looking at you. Anyway, she goes in there, and she goes... Curly Whirly, I want to accuse someone. Before this game even started, you were very rude to me. I'm like, before the game started? As in, before they knew who a traitor was? How are you possibly accusing this man? You were very rude to me. I wanted to stand somewhere, and you said you wanted to stand there as well. And um, and uh, it's all that kind of bullshit. And what's gas is, right? And I said this to Terry. Anyone who pops there, they go into this round table. And they have their names in their head of who they think a traitor might be based on evidence that they've kind of picked up, you know, vibes, things people have said, discrepancies in in truth that people have said, maybe a selfish act in one of the games. You're like, oh, that seems like traitor behavior. And they go in with these names. And then as someone, as soon as someone pops their head above the parapet and being like, I want to accuse someone, then they're like, well, now I'm accusing you. Now I'm accusing you, you know. Um, But I said to Terry, this is what I would do. So then once they're accused, they have to stand there and they have to confess whether they are a traitor or whether they are a faithful. And then when they say like they're a faithful and they get banished anyway, you know, all everyone acts real like, oh no, oh no. Even though the whole point of this game is to whittle people down. But everyone's acting like, we can't let the traitors win. I wanted to, I wanted to share that 120 grand. I wanted to share my 120 grand with all of you, all 22 of you. I can't believe it. I can't believe Paul is gone. Um, Paul isn't gone. Just say it. It's not a sport. You know, there's a guy called Paul. Anyway, I'm just saying, I'm picking a name at random, right? Um, and they act like, oh, no, right? Even though they want to they see people go. Um, but they have to confess. And then, like, whoever the person who said, say, say Rodney, right? Someone's like, someone's like, John says, hey, I think Rodney's a traitor. And then everyone gangs up on Rodney. And then Rodney's like, I was actually a faithful. Then they'll turn on John. They'll be like, well, why'd you say that? You know? Anything that kind of... It's a very interesting social experiment. Like anything that is in any way kind of peacocking seems to just be like, I think you're a traitor. I don't know, man. Any, any kind of like public facing, loud personality. But I said to Terry, I was like, here's a great plan. This is what I would do if I was a traitor. I'd go into the room, right? And especially if I was getting a bit of heat on me. And that's what's amazing about it. Sometimes people have heat on them. And then the traitors are like, fuck, what are we going to do? This person has heat on them. They might, if they turn on them, you know, you know, if they need to get, they might need to get snuffed out. You know, if the, even the traitors are like, look, we're working as a team. I'll never throw you under the bus. But then sometimes they're like, fuck, but like, you're kind of ru- ruining this thing for us, man. I might need to kill you in the only way I can. Banishment, right? Anyway, I said to Terry, this is what I do. I go in there and I'd say, um, yeah, I'd like to accuse someone. Podge. I'm like, Podge, yeah. 
Podge, mate, um, I feel like we've built up a pretty good connection here. That's what they always say in reality shows. We've got a very good connection. We've built a great, we've got a great connection. I think you're a stand-up bloke. Um, you know, you've been a quite good pal, but I, I think I need to do this for the rest of the faithfuls in here. Look, Podge, you know, we had a chat last night. And I'm sorry to do this, mate, but you did say that you are a traitor and you did say that if I kept you safe, you would split some of the money with me. And I just have to say, look, Podge is a traitor. He confessed it to me last night. And I'm really sorry, Podge, but like at the end of the day, I, I said I would stand by faithfuls. I said if I was in this game and I was a faithful, I would be faithful till I die. So Podge and Podge was like, what are you talking about? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. He's making it up. Why would you do this? Look, Ponge, you're getting really hot under the collar, as everyone can kind of see. You're kind of freaking out here, man. You're actually making me quite uncomfortable. But you did say that you were a traitor to me. Um, and I think Podge should be banished. And then they'd all banish Podge, right? And then Terry was like, yeah, but then... I said this to Terry. I was like, this is what I'll do. And then Terry was like, yeah, but then he'll go up there and say, I'm a faithful. And they'll immediately know you're a traitor. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty shite. <laughs> That's a really bad idea. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm seeking new advice for how I would be a good... Now, I don't need advice on how I could act like if I was a traitor, I would act like a faithful, right? I could comfortably walk around. Like, we did the Bureau de Change song contest, and I came second, but I didn't. It even irks my stomach to say that. I came first, Right? Fanula J technically won the first one, right? Technically. But at the time, it was a joint first place. And um, and Kevin, who I love from uh, I'm Grandmam, made a bit of an executive decision. He said, as a, as the, the host, him and Emma, Emma Dorn, they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do one more performance and whoever gets the bigger applause will be the winner. I'm like, well... I kind of invented this whole thing, so that's kind of an unsolicited rule. But if we wanted to do it for shits and giggles, like, fine. And then, like, Fanula got more applause in that, but we did come joint first, you know? And so I've told Terry, like, I came joint first. But then we did, there was a kind of like clap off thing, and then Fanula won that. And she's like, so you came second? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> you know, I can, so I'm so good at lying. I'm so good at lying. You know, I've done it my whole life. I've done it as a way to not get in trouble for things. Um, you know, I'm, I don't do it that much. I don't really do it at all anymore. Not since quitting the vape. Um, you know, that was the last big lie I had going for a while. But, but I'm very, I'd be very good at just being like, yeah, I'm a faithful now. Like, see, there's uh, right now, if you're watching this on video, there's a, there's a, a plastic plant here. And I'm like, that's a real plant. Here we are. That's all I need. I've got fake plants in my shed and they provide me with a sense of joy. But plants wouldn't survive in there because there's no windows, right? And I don't water them, so they definitely wouldn't survive. But I'm like, lovely plants. Terry can't handle that. Terry's like, that's not a real plant. I don't like it, you know? I don't like a fake Christmas tree. I'm like, that's a real Christmas tree. All I need to do is say, that's a real Christmas tree, done, you know? Uh, the only Star Wars are the trilogies and The Last Jedi. Done, done. Other ones don't exist, you know? Um, what else? Um, the, uh, the, the, the finale of Only Fools and Horses is where they, uh, become millionaires. 
even though there was more episodes later where they lost all their money. But for me, yeah, remember the last episode with the become millionaires. I wonder what Rodney's doing on his island now. You know, he's not. He's back in the flats. He's back in the Mandela flats, you know. Um, but for me, it's like headcanon done. So I could very comfortably just be like, okay, I'm a faithful and I'm a faithful now. I'm talking to you as a faithful. I'm like, who the fuck do you think it is? Who is it? And I'd be very good at lying. Terry would fucking, you can call her an apple cake, mate, because she'd crumble. She would crumble. She would absolutely crumble. She is so morally pure that she would not be able to lie. We were once driving outside of our 5K. Sorry about this, but we did do it during COVID. And the guard says, hey, how you doing? Just checking. And she goes, we're brother and sister. We're going to our mams for the, doing the shopping. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? No one would believe with this chemistry, you know, unless it's Angelina Jolie and her brother, that we're anything other than passionate lovers. How dare you call us siblings, right? No one would ever believe that because of the chemistry. You can probably, they probably, we probably wound down the window and the guard went, oh, for the stank of pheromones, of raw sex emanating from the car, you know? Or maybe it was like some leftover, like, you know, food, bread that's turned stale in a lunchbox that we haven't taken out for ages. Maybe that was this, the reason the guard went, Pah. but it was probably the raw sex <laughs> coming from. So she's like, yeah, we're brother and sister and we're going to, like, what are you talking about? Terry will over, you know, will over egg it. It'll be a big soggy brownie. Um, if um, So she would be good at, at devising a plan, but she would be not very good at, at like lying to people's faces. You know, Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. It's like Joe Duffy's Liveline, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country. People like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamalus, Tony Cantwell and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffey, for phoning it in right here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. I think that's I think that's why I'm such a good actor. <laughs> you know, we are, we're all just liars, aren't we? At the end of the day, we as actors, some people believe that actors are just big kids who get to play. I believe we're all liars. Liars. Liars and swindlers, but it's good TV. Um, and um, very dramatic, you know. And every time something dramatic happens, there's like some Billie Eilish wannabe singing a slowed down version of like a, a popular song, you know, it'll or like a popular 80s song. They'd be like, we will now go to the round table. And they'll like, go, Bwah, welcome to your life. Bwah, there's no turning back. Huh? You know? Bwah, some boys take a beautiful girl and hide them away from the rest of the world. Bwah, I want to be the one to walk in the sun. Bwah, girls want to have fun. What else would they do? Um, What else would they do? Um, Bwah, my girlfriend has a mobile phone. Bwah, now I never get a minute alone. <laughs> you know, what else could you do? Um, fucking, bwah, 
I could be like Grace Kelly. <laughs> this is this is awful. This is awful in invasive, abrasive listening for your ears. Um, they always do that. There's a big trend of that, you know, and uh, but it's very intense. But great TV, great TV, and I'd be such a fucking good liar. Um, there was a film. Yes. Jim Carrey was supposed to be Dr. Evil in Austin Powers, but he was doing Liar Liar instead. So I was thinking of Liar Liar there. Would have been interesting. Dana Carvey probably would have been happier. Would it have been a better film? Probably would have become the Jim Carrey show. And I think what a tour de force performance from Mike Myers and that flick. What a fucking what a flick. What else have I been watching? I haven't seen Saltburn yet. Um, I think Jacob Elordi is a bit too hot, and I don't want to. I don't want to see him. I think. I think that's my big thing. My Jacob Elordi is just too hot. I've not seen Euphoria. I've seen some of the scenes he's in on Reddit, um, but he's just too attractive. So I'm not going to watch it, even though Barry Keoghan is in it. What else is going on? Went to Thunderland there last week. Do you know, I had, a real da- I had two real big dad moments there the last couple of days. Went to Thunderland there last week, was driving up there to the RDS, saw the traffic. This is so boring. <laughs> this is so boring. But like normally, okay, so this is what I did. Like for a young fella in the back, you know, sometimes your dad is like a big, big swinging dick dad move, you know, big swinging brown dick. Because dad's dicks are famously brown. Um, where we were pulling up to, to Funderland and saw all the trams. Like, oh, like, I just, I, dumb, dumbass, right? Call, call me the author of The Count of Monte Cristo because I'm Alexander Dumbass. Because I just went Google Maps, Funderland, me, Jordan, the young fellow went. And um, I just drove straight up to the gates of Funderland. Like, yeah. Good luck with the parking. Not going to happen, right? So I'm there and I'm seeing everyone driving in there and I'm like, oof, that's quite long. And I'm not traffic, I'm not a traffic phobe. I'm a traffic file. You suck, you cannot put the word file on anything. Heard the word xenophile there. Does that mean you want to fuck aliens, mate? Are you trying to fuck aliens, mate? Show me your hard drive. No, it means I'm not a racist. Well... Sounds like you're an alien pedo. Sounds like you're an alien pedo, mate. You know? Anyway, I'm not a traffic phobe. But I saw everyone driving in there and I'm like, no. Did the big fucking turn around, three-point turn on two, right? Well, three. I was like, uh, uh, yeah. Turned around, went the other way, parked around the corner. Herbert Park walked five minutes. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to take, it would probably take half an hour getting out of there. I'd have to pay. It's a Saturday. I know there's free parking around Herbert Park. I'm going to park around there. Stop saying park. You know, and for young fellas, too young to perceive this, but like I, I would be sitting there and be like, well, my dad knows some shit. My dad knows not to park here. My dad has some secret plan, plan B. I know a shortcut. All those things are gone. All those things are gone in the way of technology. All those little big swinging brown dick moves. Um, You know, I know a secret spot. I know best parking around here. Everything is just like, I don't have any of my own knowledge, so I'm going to ask Google. And then Google's telling us all the same thing. Yeah, just drive in there. 
Drive him to the RTS Simmons Court and you can park there. No, 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 no. So I did that. We walked in and it was a piece of piss getting out. Saw everyone and I was like, I wanted to just bang on the bonnet. Mate, mate, you're going to be waiting 45 minutes plus getting in there and another two hours. I was chatting to one of the carnies there, not Rob, ha ha ha. No, one of the carnival folk. And I was saying, he was saying that there's apparently a three hour wait. You got people in there watching fucking Killers of the Flower Moon in like on the way in. It takes so fucking long to get out there. You had one cunt getting in there watching Killers of the Flower Moon going in. And he managed to bang out Napoleon and Oppenheimer on the way out. You're spending the best part of a day parking there. You know, wanted to tell them that. And then I went in there and I realized I had no cash. So we couldn't go on fucking anything. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you know, you know, give it one hand, take with the other, you know. Young fellow was like, I want to play the shooting water pistol game. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if these carnies accept card. Cash only. Of course. Of course. You know, no, no, no shit. No shit. No shit. Of course I would not be taking any card. So, you know, then another thing I did was another big swing in Browner was um, went to the butchers. Yeah. And went up to the went up to the counter, the right counter. Because I was like, well, I'll go up to this guy. And I'm like, oh, no, he's got fish in front of him. I don't want fish. So I'm not going to go there, you know. Because normally I'd go into a shop. When I'm going in there like a little meek boy, when I'm going in there like a little young fellow who just wants to be held by a strong man, I'll just go to the first person I see. Like I'm lost. Like I've lost my mammy. Hi, sorry. Hi, sorry. Do you work here? Hi, sorry. Do you know where I can get meat? You know, I'll just, I'll annoy someone. If I'm, if I'm, especially if I go into a pharmacy. God forbid you meet me in a pharmacy. Because I'll find the first person and I'll be like, hey, do you know where the camp hall is? God forbid I just walk over to where it says children's medicine. Do you know where the compound is? Yeah, here. Hand it to me. <laughs> it's not some power play. It's just like, you know, it's not a power play. It's lazy play. So I went to the butchers, went up and I was like, two and a half kilos of beef shin, please. Some on the bone, some not, please. And uh, could you dice it up? It's for a low and slow. Wife's making a ragu. And then your man was like, uh, I'll tell you, it's so cold out there, you'd need it. And I was like, what? I hadn't planned to say, I hadn't planned to have a conversation. What? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very cold, I says. You know? I went in there with a whole game plan to appear like a man. And then he threw me off with another follow-up question. Fucking butchers in their chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a lovely mushroom pie there yesterday, he says to me. And I'm like, oh, nice. I'm blowing this. You can see right through me. This guy thinks I'm a fucking homo florensis, three foot tall man, you know. Um, but, you know, I'm taking a bit of pride in that shit now. I can't tell you the joy. Like people hear the joy of me putting my bins out now. I love it. I fucking love it. I look forward every week to Sunday night, pop a podcast in. Get all the bins out there, all the fucking, all the, all the cardboard, all the whatever plastic. I'll put all that out. I know which one's compost. I know which one's green. This might sound like, are you honestly bragging about putting the bins out? And I'm not really, but I just take a lot of pride in it. And when that panda truck comes up, it's like, it's like an ice cream van for me. When I see it, I hear, and I can feel this weight of literal shite being lifted off my person, you know? Just bins full of shit. Imagine having shit in your bin. Shit goes in the toilet. It doesn't go in your bin. 
you know? We all just shitting in our bins now? We're all just pissing in our bins? Yeah, tell it to my daughter. It's not appropriate. Um, but I'm not going to start flushing nappies. Do you know what I mean? They make, you know, what do they call fatbergs? Imagine that. Something so pure, like a baby's wipe, becomes this, like, blast of us. A Resident Evil-style fucking coagulated gloop of terror in a fatberg. Grease and shit and wipes coagulating together. You know, underground, like a little mole person. And it was just such a, you know, all you're doing is wiping your, wiping your baby's little bottom. And you flush that, it becomes a beast. It becomes a beast. Do you know what I did? I'm trying, I'm trying to, because Terry does so much for me, I'm trying to like not ask her to say thanks for small things. You know, I'm just, it's awful. It's awful being married to me because I'm like, do you see I did that thing that any self-respecting person would just do out of just hygiene? I want praise for it. See, I comb my hair <laughs> or whatever it might be, you know, do you see I mopped, you know, and I'll do it in a real subtle way. Uh, the floor looks much better now. Say thank you to me. Please say thank you to me. Like Will Smith staring at the mannequin in I Am Legend. Please say thank you to me. <laughs> you know, pathetic. Yeah, so then uh, this week, Terry um, Terry left her phone in her cousin's car and then kind of needed it. You know, there's a, lot, there's, a lot, there's a lot of doom scrolling when you're trying to put the kids to sleep, you know. Um, so, uh, so I was like, all right, got to get the phone. So like about one o'clock in the morning, I drove over there and picked it up. With, you know, her cousin left it in the porch and picked it up, drove back, you know. And I feel that's a big, that's a big job. That's a big job. Me getting in the car after hours, you know, picking up her phone and I got it back to her. And she didn't say thank you because there was another issue with the kid. And that became, that kind of took paramount. And I'm like, am I going to bring that up? Am I going to bring that up? Here, um, anyway, good, good. You got your phone back there, anyway. Please say thank you to me. She says thank you for like everything, and I say thank you to her. I say thank you for the for the smallest of things. I always compliment the food because, to be honest, it's always delicious. She cooks for me every night. You know, she's basically our interior decorator. Has our house looking pristine. Does all the kid shit, you know? And I say thank you for it. Um, and then I go out in my car. And listen to a podcast. And I'm like, say thank you to me. I did a Sisyphean task. I did something massive. This is not a podcast thing. <laughs> this is not something you talk about on a podcast. But here we are. So, you know, what else is going on? Am I honestly going to talk about how I need new radiator knobs? I don't think radiators are very important to everyone. And I don't think there's a simplified radiator system. I think all radiators are very archaic. And I don't know who to, who to call. This is the thing. I, when you're a homeowner, when you're a homo florensis or a homo owner, um, whether you're a homo florensis or a homo owner, um, radiators are tricky. None of the knobs ever work. Hey, you, hey, you know that thing that's always hot? How about we put the cheapest plastic knob on it? Hmm? How about we do that? Ha ha ha. Hey, you want to turn that off? Yeah, get fucking pliers, mate. Why are we always using radiators or fucking pliers? All I want to know, and I, why is there two knobs on a radiator? 
damn girl, you make me wish I had three hands. Um, why does it always have two knobs? I don't know what boat and knobs do. And I don't know who I call. What is, like, I, like I, I, I'm still going to go and buy, like, all right, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters for ghosts. Um, mechanic for car, even though that's tough enough anyway. Uh, plumber for sink, toilet, shower, leaks, etc. Electrician for electricity. Boiler. What's the name of the job? Boiler and radiator. What is the name of the job? Radiatorman? Radiate. Radiator? No, that's the name of the thing. Well, I don't know. It needs to be, like, keep it simple for me, right? Give me a Fisher-Price phone full of all the jobs. You know, there used to be a thing where you'd call, like, number one would be policeman. You'd see a little Fisher-Price phone. Number one's policeman. Number two, like, give me the village people, you know? Policeman. Doctor. You know, I still still kind of think, based on this stupid bit of Fisher-Price toy that used to be on my play school, right, that there's only nine jobs. And my job is not real because it's not on this, right? I remember even like they'd say, what does your dad do? And I'm like, he's a businessman. That used to be a thing. He's a businessman. You know? He's a super jacked businessman. And I'm like, well, can I really say that? It wasn't on the Fisher-Price phone. You know, it's not a construction worker. It's not Native American. You know, it's not um, policeman, doctor, uh, mechanic maybe might have been on there. What is a radiator man? And how do I find one? Is it a plumber? Because I don't want, this is the thing. When you don't know anything, you have to kind of like call up and say, I don't, I'm a little, I'm a little boy. When I piss, I pull my pants right down to my ankles. Everyone can see my bare bottom. Are you the man to fix my radiator? My tiny little pink bum is in your hands. Please be gentle with me. You know? Um, I don't know what to do. I feel, you know, so it's, you know, I, I just need new knobs for my radiator and I don't know who to call, you know? I can't just be like, are you the man? Are you a are you a kind of man that fixes radiators? Is not a conversation I want to have with another human, you know? Boiler boiler service. I suppose it's just different jobs now. There isn't nine jobs. This is not the Fisher-Price phone. There are different jobs. And I almost, during like the Amazon Black Friday sale, like bought, like hundreds of euro worth of like smart heating systems. And I was about to hit buy and I was like, is this actually, and Terry was like, make sure that's compatible. And I'm like, yeah, it's compatible. You just kind of put, you just put the knobs on. And they're like, okay, are, are they the right knobs? And I'm like, mm, let me check. They weren't the right knobs. You know, I have those flimsy plastic knobs, right? You can call me, who would be plastic? You can call me, who was the one who wasn't Cindy, right? There was Barbie and there was Cindy. I don't remember the name of Cindy's fella. Cindy was cheap Barbie. Um, and anyway, you can call me Cindy's fella because all I have is cheap plastic knobs. What was the name of Cindy's fella? This is key. This is very, 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 very important stuff. Um, Barbie doll Cindy. Cindy was Cindy doll. She was a British fashion doll. Quite cheap. Uh, Cindy doll boy. Cindy doll man, who we could. The name of the man was Paul. 
Oh my God, one of them is a magician, Paul. Making eyes, Paul. Magic making winky eye, Paul. Only 17 euro. I'm not going to buy this. Anyway, Cindy was a Hasbro toy as well, I think. Fuck, it was Paul. And he had a little winky eye. Cindy and Paul. So you can call me Paul. Because I got a lot of plastic knobs. Whatever. Anyway, look, thanks for listening <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, I love you so much. Uh, I've got a couple of tour dates for you. Can I give them to you? I've got a couple of things to plug. And actually, what I might do is um, I'll let... I might do this next week. The show, Last One Laughing, is coming out. And I'm very proud of it. And I think it's very funny. That's coming out on the 19th of August on Amazon Prime. Maybe there's a trial happening. Who knows? Maybe if you can get a trial. Um check it out or just pay for it it's only like a small amount maybe you already have it with Amazon Prime but I highly recommend checking it out it is very very funny it's very very funny and I'm delighted to be a part of it um, and I think next week on the main feed pod I will do uh, on this pod I will do a kind of Q&A if you have any questions about what it was like doing a show like that because that was interesting what people are like is Graham Norton the mensch that you think he is yes he is um, so we'll do that next week a bit of a last one laughing special maybe I might even get someone else in tell some sort of behind the scenes Funny stories. That'd be smart if I did that now. Um, but I've got a couple of tour dates for you here as well. Uh, and date is on the 5th of April, Friday the 5th of April. I'm in Vicker Street in Dublin. Those tickets are flying. There might not be many left, but you should check it out. Uh, Thursday, well, actually, if you, if that's not working out for you or if they're sold out, um, Friday, June 14th in Vicker Street. Uh, as well uh, Thursday April 11th I'll be in the Spirit Store in Dundalk on Thursday April 18th I'll be in the Abbey Tavern in Hoth on April 19th I'll be in the Dreact in Blanche on April 25th and 26th I'll be in the Whale in Greystones I'll be in Dolan's in Limerick on May the 2nd I'll be in Cypress Avenue Cork on May the 3rd and then Vicar Street June 14th um, look at hopefully Derry Belfast London and Galway to be announced and hey if you're in America and you want to come see me um, get me a green card. Anyway, thanks very much. I love you. All the best. Bye-bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 